I never dreamed that I could actually be making this much impact and I could have gone to the top of this industry and it's been life-changing income. You know, I will say that as well. And dude, like in four years ago, I was, had nothing. I was just a financial planner living in obscurity. I spent the last 17 years building my eight-figure performance business without using any of my own money, working with some of the most brilliant direct response marketers in the world today. Now I'm looking for entrepreneurs to join my affiliate army, built on ethics, transparency, and good old hard work. Join me to change the perception of how people view the greatest business in the world, affiliate marketing, and follow along as I learn, apply, and share performance marketing strategies working with some of the brightest people on the planet. My name is Eric Beer, and welcome to the Performance Marketer Podcast. Pedro Adao, ladies and gentlemen, the man, the myth. I met Pedro in uh, Russell Brunson's Inner Circle a few years ago. Now we're in the category Kings together. The guy's a, a wealth of knowledge. He's one of the smartest guys I've ever met. He's crushing it right now with challenges and some other things that he's got going on. And uh, he's here with us today. Uh, so appreciate your time, buddy. What's going on? Bro, happy to be here, man. We've talked about this for a while, so I'm glad we finally made it happen. I know. Thank you. Thank you so much for making the time. I know how busy you are. Of course. You You're busy so, too, so let's rock and roll. Yeah, talk to me. So tell me a little bit about, to, I know you, but tell the audience a little bit about who you are, where you've come from, what you're all about. Yeah. So, I mean, the super short version is um, I've been an entrepreneur for 18 years, uh, came out of corporate America, got involved with real estate early on, and uh, became eventually became a financial uh, planner doing uh, doing a lot of retirement. I was in the retirement industry doing a lot of uh, dinner seminars and direct mail. So I was like, what, you know, I was on those guys that was sending postcards to your, to your parents' house, your grandma, right? Like inviting, you know, 55, 60 and up, you're getting, you know, I was famous with the, you know, with the 60 and up in my little town. And we were inviting people with postcards, direct mail to a free dinner workshop. And then basically I would give a financial presentation before dinner. I mean, it's like literally like a, like a timeshare deal. Like literally no one is there for you. They're there for the free steak, the free salmon. And you got to pretty much impress the hell out of them yeah. before they get this free meal. And then you offer them appointments and they come into your office. And I just began to think about this. This is like the worst way to market. Like it's literally like you're so de-edified. You are literally like an opening act to a free steak dinner and direct mail is crazy expensive. And I was like, I have been a ClickFunnels user for years, never launched a funnel. I've been reading all these books on marketing, never, never really knew how to use it. And then yeah. I got a download. I, I felt led to write a book. So I wrote a book called Retired and Free. And then I'm like, well, now I have a book. Let me stop doing dinner seminars and let me do like come meet the author nights. Like I think that was like a thing that Dan Kennedy was talking about. So yeah. and I'm like, well, if I'm going to do meet the author nights, I've been paying for ClickFunnels all this time. Let me just use a funnel and let me learn Facebook ads. And so I launched um, my entree into online marketing was I grew my brick and the thing that people say, well, brick and mortar, like I grew my brick and mortar, old school financial planning business. I, my first year finally earning over seven figures was that year when I, in 2016, when I shifted the entire, I was one of the first, I was one of the first guys in the entire nation in the financial industry running Facebook ads and funnels. I, was, I mean, one of the first, one of like one of the first guys. 
And so, of course, I had first mover advantage. And then I won my first um, one of these awards. My first, one of my first Comic Club award was in financial. And, and then I kind of got tricked into teaching and talking about my faith and business, entrepreneurship. So I launched something four years ago called 100X. I wasn't planning on launching a business. I was doing more of a free little passion project, a little 30-day free masterclass. Just kind of sharing what I knew and kind of a passion, little side project, hobby. Yeah. And that became a business and multiple seven figures. And how I grew that business was running these things called challenges. And, and then so oftentimes your business will give birth to another business. And I became so great at challenges. I became the challenge guy. And people like Dean Graziosi, Russell Brunson, um, Eben Pagan, uh, Ryan Dice, Roland Frazier. I mean, Jay Abraham, like the biggest freaking names in marketing are now starting to call me yeah. and like, dude, show me what you're doing. Can you show me your challenge model? I'm like, when Dean Graziosi texted me to see if I would jump on a Zoom call with him, I thought it was a, a scam or a joke. I'm like, <laughs> right, right. And, and then so I helped those guys, you know, I showed them my model. They're now running it, him and Tony. And then, and then they're like, bro, you have amazing stuff. Like you've done so much for us. You should do a launch and we'll, we'll be part of your launch. So who do you know that comes out of nowhere like this? I had no, I had no client list, no social media following, no email list. I was a financial planner living in obscurity within a couple of years. Um, you know, basically my first ever launch, I have Jeff Walker, Dean Graziosi, you know, the Evan Pagan, the biggest names in online marketing promoting my launch to a brand new product, never launched a course before. So that was about two years ago, right after COVID. And um, there, it's been a blur ever since. Like I've, I never dreamed that I could actually be making this much impact and I could have amazing. gone to the top of this industry and it's been life-changing income. You know, I will say that as well. And dude, like in four years ago, I was had nothing. I was just a financial planner living in obscurity. Like, so wow. that's kind of my story, man. And I love marketing. I, 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 like, I know that me and you are going to jam because your, your whole, like your whole world is like a whole nother world to me. Cause all I know is like just Facebook, Instagram traffic prim primarily, yeah. even on YouTube. Like we've never really cracked the YouTube code, to be honest. I've only run challenges. Like I, we've scaled to like Eight figures a year. I, we hit eight figures my second full year in the business. We've done, you know, well over 35 million in revenue all on the back of challenges with zero sales team and also our live events. But I have no sales team. And, and I, again, just, just to be, just to be straight up, like Dean, Dean has told me and even Russell, like they don't know of anybody who scaled to eight figures without a high ticket offer and sales team. And that's what we've done. So we've done some pretty unique things at kind of, I'm, a, I'm like a disruptor kind of guy. And yet I love this industry. I've, I, I'm a learner. I still learn. I'm in masterminds. Like, I don't think I'm too cool for school, but I also know that like the stuff that I have brought, you know, forth has been a game changer for a lot of people. And I just, honestly, man, like it feels great. It feels great to like contribute at this level. And, um, and I, in some ways, Eric, I feel like I'm just getting started too, man. You know, so that's kind of my backstory. It's amazing, man. The challenges have just been everywhere. And what's so amazing about it is that you're the guy behind all of it. So just 
for the audience, can you just explain very simply what a challenge is and what it's supposed to do for a marketer? The challenge framework is built on some core. I'm a big guy about principles. Okay. Like I don't, I would encourage you as to, as to study principles, not just copy tips and tricks and, and like, but really understand why does this thing work? So here's why challenges are so effective. And I'll tell you what it is. People have always have and always will buy from people they know, like, and trust. Nothing creates no like and trust quicker and faster than delivering a three-day or a five-day or a seven-day or a 10-day challenge. Because challenges allow you to, over time, either for free or for a very small investment, to show up, deliver value, help people get results in advance. You literally earn their trust by actually helping them. And so by the time you make an offer, they're like, of course I want to work with Pedro. Like he just blew my freaking mind the last three days, five days, seven days. He taught me all this for free or for seven bucks or 17 bucks. I have people in my challenge say, Pedro, I got more value in this free five-day challenge than the last 15K program I've been a part of. Yeah. So then when you open your offer, they know who you are. They've seen you live. They, it's, they're not like on some fancy studio pre-recorded. I, I, I'm, you know, kind of my thing was, and again, I did not invent challenges. I just brought them to the next level, you know, like, um, you know, I just innovated on top of what was kind of this, this framework that was there. But for me, I, I brought, I made them all live. There was none of this evergreen, no pre-recorded, none of that stuff. It was live. You show up live. You deliver incredibly actionable training. You're giving people daily assignments and homework. So people are actually taking action, not just passively listening because they actually consume challenges, drive consumption. Why do you think in network marketing and so many product-based companies, they use a challenge as part of the product because then people actually take the product. I mean, and the best, the best case study there, Eric, is a company that is not so really that big anymore in the US, but it was a company called Visalis. And they had the 90-day weight loss challenge. And um, these guys scaled to $600 million a year. Wow. Selling very average protein powder on the back of a weight loss challenge. And that was their entire marketing. They only had one marketing strategy. Invite your friends to a weight loss challenge. It was 90 days. And, and dude, it just crushed. And so challenges drive consumption. Well, the fact is, if you're great at what you do, it's like, it's like imagine this sparkling water. Imagine if this water would like help me lose weight or lower my blood pressure. Yeah. It does no good in the bottle. I have to actually drink it. And may, people are crazy lazy, even myself. Like how many times have you bought supplements or bought pills or potions and lotions and things that actually we bought to solve a real problem and then we never used it? Yeah. So totally. a times you bought a course, an info product. How many times you bought a book and never read it? So a challenge drives consumption. If people can, how can you give someone a breakthrough if they haven't consumed the thing? So you got to get them to consume it because if they consume it, they can be changed by it. And this is what challenges do. Um, and so it's, you know, it could be a three-day challenge, a five-day challenge. It's, it, you know, these are usually online. You know, we run them in a Facebook group, usually a private Facebook group and and of course, I've got, you know, trainings and all this stuff. But essentially, Eric, that's what it, it's a challenge is a version of a virtual live event. Instead of doing a one day event and spending eight hours together, 
it's just, you know, usually about a half hour to an hour a day over a series of time, three days, five days, seven days. There is a overarching theme. There is a name to the challenge. The challenge has a purpose. Why are, what's this challenge about? Is it about losing 10 pounds? Is it about, is it the gallon? Is it about drinking a gallon of water a day? Is it about 10,000 steps? Is it about building a funnel, running an ad? Like, what is the purpose? The challenge has to have a focused, clear outcome. Bro, there's so many layers and layers and layers of nuances of why this framework works because it's built on core human needs and principles. And, and, um, but on the surface level, it comes down to no like and trust. We live in a very cynical market. Everyone's been burned by marketers. People want to know who can they trust. And the other like super, super like ninja thing about this, most consumers don't believe in themselves. Yeah. Because they've bought things and never used it or they've quit on themselves so many times. So not only do you build no like, and trust with, they begin to know, like, and trust you, you help them build belief and confidence that they can trust themselves because you've already put them in momentum. They're already yeah. taking action. They're like, wow, I'm actually taking action. And so to me, the greatest gift that my challenge model does is it doesn't just give people fake hope in themselves with rah-rah, you know, beat your chest, pound the music. Like that's fake hypey motivation. That goes away in 10 minutes. Yeah, I actually am helping people get real belief in themselves because they've earned it by showing up for three days, five days, seven days, doing small little actions, taking small little steps, but at least now they're in momentum. An object at rest stays at rest, but an object in motion tends to stay in motion. Bro, I could talk about this for the next 15 hours, but wow. this is just a little bit of the a little bit of insight into the the core principles and values that make this all work. Dude, I can't even I'm I mean the amount of notes I'm about to take it right now. Like I feel like I should pay you for this conversation. Oh, you can like legitimately. Oh, you can. This, <laughs> I mean, this is insane. Truly, like, uh, wow, so much value already. Wow. Yeah, dude, I mean, it, it makes so much sense, right? Because at the end of the day, people are out there trying to push things, but they haven't proven anything yet. They haven't shown why you should buy something. So it makes so much sense that if you spend three, five days with somebody, one, you can figure out if you don't like the person, then don't buy, right? But if you do like the person, then do buy. Because you don't want somebody that buys and then they're annoying and, and complaining and you, you don't want their money anyway. You're giving it back, right? It's just going like, to bother you, ruin your day, ruin the whole program. So like, you want to be with me? I want to be with you. Let's do it. You know? And like, I love it, man. I think Bro, it's genius. Let me just hit on that real quick because people don't, I do not talk about that enough. I have one of the, I know I have one of the lowest refund rates in the industry. I know that my communities are some of the, if not the most engaged because People that aren't supposed to be here don't buy because yeah. by day one, so, look, I'm not, I'm clearly not for everybody. I'm very loud. I'm very, you know, I'm, I've got, this is a very unique package, right? Like just, I am definitely not for everybody. And so the people that go like, Oh, dude, like, no, like, <laughs> no, <laughs> guess what? It's all good. Then move on. Then they just don't come back oh. for day two. But there's some people that are like, this is my guy, man. And so guess what? Like onboarding, customer retention, customer satisfaction, the, the type of culture you can build 
is so cohesive because you're you're getting rid of all the people that never should have bought in the first place. Yeah. And I, I mean, I don't talk about that enough, Eric, but you're very astute to pick up on that. But but that's also there's so many benefits to using this. Again, guys, look, I'm not saying you should be crazy like me. And like I've only done challenges. Like I'm not saying do that. But I I just I think you're completely nuts to not at least think about deploying a challenge as part of your overall marketing portfolio of different strategies. I just think like I literally think you are costing yourself potentially millions, if not tens of millions of dollars. Without without the one funnel away challenge, Russell would have never scaled to his current level. Russell was stuck at 60,000 users. The churn, he could not overcome the churn. He was yeah. spinning his wheels. And the one funnel away challenge literally took him from 60,000 to now I think over almost 120,000 users. That one challenge alone is what made the biggest difference. It's not... Me saying that, that's just out of his mouth. And Eric, you've probably heard him say the same thing, right? Yeah. And so like, I, I don't care if you're selling a physical product, info, coaching, agency. I just think you'd be crazy to not at least ask the question, how could a challenge work for me in my niche, in my industry? Totally. And um, again, you don't have to have it as the only strategy. Uh, you know, like, look, four years in the game, I'm launching my first VSL funnel, like next week, I'm launching a, a, a simple ad VSL book a call. I've got like, um, you know, I've got my first, you know, salesperson. We're going to train four years in the game. I'm now, but so don't, don't do that, but don't be, <laughs> don't be crazy and not at least look at this. And if you do a challenge once a year, twice a year, I mean, wait, time out, time out. Don't make 35 million and then do an ad. And create a VSL and then book a call program. No, because that sounds well. Like I mean, yeah, good. okay. I guess you could. If you, <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, follow the model. Yeah, that's a pretty good model. Yeah, you're doing okay. You're doing okay. I'm doing okay. Do you do it free or paid? Is there a difference? There is a difference. Yeah, I mean, so I kind of really have pioneered the free. You know, like most of my challenges are free challenges. I've also run paid. I just had one of my mentee. One of my mentees just texted me. He just ran his uh, seventh seven-figure paid challenge. Like I just got the Vox literally like an hour ago. So uh, Russell's challenge is a paid challenge. Like um, it's just think about, here's what I would say. They both can work. They both do work. Think about the objective, right? Dean and Tony Robin, uh, Dean G and Tony Robbins just did a huge challenge as their affiliate launch. It was a free challenge. Yeah. Why was it free? Because it's an affiliate promotion. Like if you're going to have a bunch of people promoting and if you want to you drive opt-ins like crazy, doing a free challenge, you're going to get more opt-ins. I'll also tell you, I just, I've always made more money with the free challenge. Why? Because there's more people that get to see the offer. Right. I serve more people, add more value. Now, it's, I don't convert at the same level. It's, it might convert at 3% of opt-ins. A pay challenge will convert like at 10 to 15, but I'm not in this for conversion ratio. I'm in this to serve more people, make more impact, create more revenue for the company myself. Oh, so yeah. I've always found that free challenges just help me do more, serve more, give more, love more, create more value, which translates to more income. But in certain niches, a pay challenge really, really does make sense. And I think um, I have some great student testimonials 
of people that are running a page. Roland Frazier, when I, you know, I did, I designed his challenge um, with him yeah. and his team. The paid challenge he's done, I think, well over eight figures now. So it's either one, Eric. I think think about your outcomes objectives, and think about um, being strategic. Be strategic. What is the main outcome? Um, and also think about your niche, because in some niches, free. In some niches, if it's free, people will be like, "Ah, it's garbage." Right. So in some niches, there's like a premium type of if your avatar, you know, will look down on free. But I feel like, though, like if somebody does a free challenge, because, listen, I'm all for free. In my opinion, if you're out there buying traffic, you need to get them into your world. So if you get a thousand clicks, you want to convert a thousand clicks. Right. By putting paid, I get why someone would do it. You put up a wall to qualify them ahead of time because you don't want to work with the riffraff. However, based on what you just said, right, if you do a good job of showing value within those three, five, seven days, even if someone comes in with this mindset of it's free, it's going to be nothing, bah, 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 bah. If you understand your avatar and you know what their pain points are and you can now attack those pain points, you should be able to twist them from a non-believer to a believer. And that's the whole point of what a challenge is there for, right? It sounds like they're not doing a good job if they're not doing that. 100%. And or, or targeting the wrong person. I totally agree. And you can do that on day one. If you if you know what you're doing, follow our frameworks, follow, you know, follow up. Your day one could be like, whoa, like I thought this was going to be just some cheesy webinar sales pitch, like, whoa. Sure. And and here's why I also do free almost always. I can I cannot tell you, Eric, how many people have to, who are in. I have a couple of, I have a couple of like, uh, I have like a 50K mastermind and uh, I've got some VIP stuff I do one day, stuff at my house. But I can't tell you how many of my, some of my best clients who have become friends now, people I've helped them make millions of dollars, mm-hmm. who have probably given me 50 to 100K over the years, have told me, I, if this wasn't free, I would have never joined it. Yeah. If you even asked me for seven dollars, I wouldn't have paid it. And I'm like, oh my God, like seven dollars would have kept this person from giving me over a hundred K in the last three years. And they've made millions. Yeah. So that story puts the fear of God in me, like, oh my gosh, like come and I'm will and I also tell you though, I have a big team now, and I'm willing to I am willing to endure the riffraff to serve more of my right fit client i'm willing to just sort and the fact is because i don't have a sales team it doesn't matter it's all one to many anyways now the facebook group gets a little chaotic right you got all these people in there they didn't pay anything and you got like people spamming and people all kinds of knuckleheads in there promoting themselves and but so you gotta you want to manage that a little bit but Eric, you're you're getting you're you got it my man i i i think you're absolutely right and that's why i just keep doing free 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 that's kind of what really made my model very unique as well. Yeah. Before I came on the scene, most challenges were paid. Right. Most challenges. I will tell paid. you, like, so I'll tell you one reason why I can support what you just said from my perspective is there are times where I don't plan on being a part of something. But if I see that it's free, I'll seed my email and then I'll start to see what they're doing because I'm hacking what they're doing. But at the same time, when I start to see value, it kind of hooks me in 
And there's been times where I did not plan on spending any time there. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I'm going to go check that out. And then I dive in and all of a sudden, from what I never planned on actually partaking in, now I'm participating in, right? Where if it was seven bucks, I don't know if I would have paid for it. Not that I couldn't afford $7, but just, you know, it's like what you said. I'm not going to consume it. You know, go give $7 away every time. Unless I'm hacking you, I'm not going to do it. So it does make a lot of sense for some people, right? Um, Bro, on the downside, you- yeah, there's some free that you have some like riffraff, like you said, but it sounds like you figured out a way to get rid of those people. Not really. I just have figured out. I just, I just know what my end goal is. My end goal is to find more quality people. And I, if that means, you know, you were talking about your son earlier and, and, um, you know, in Proverbs, and there's a book of wisdom, Proverbs, there's a literally, it talks about, it says, no work gets done in a clean stable, which essentially totally. means a stable is not meant to be clean. A stable is meant to have horses because horses yeah. pull things, but horses also crap a lot. Yeah. So well, I will tell you that it support. Listen, we're all performance marketers. It's all about numbers. It's all about when we're arbitraging media, we're buying clicks. We're trying to convert those clicks. It's really simple what you just said, right? Free versus paid. You're converting 3% on free, 10% on paid. Well, you can get 10,000 free at 3%, which is 300 sales versus getting a thousand people to come in and pay at 10%, which is a hundred sales. So the math, if you look at that, you're doing a three X in those scenarios based on just you're trying to qualify them ahead of time to get in, which I get it. I guess, I guess it sounds like it depends on what business you're in, what you're doing it for me. If I were to, and I haven't done it and it sounds like I need to hire you to do it um, <laughs> immediately. You start off with the free, you get the people in. And then as you start to nurture people and they see the value that you're bringing to the table and they're on your emails, et cetera, then I could see somebody rolling it out to an audience that's not new, right? So like if, if you're out there mass marketing to everybody, bringing them in free, people know who you are, they see the value, I could see paid. But don't you solve that problem anyway because I know, like I saw what Dean and Tony did, I've been through that, where uh, I was going to say free, that I was going to say that are able to generate revenue off of the people coming through the flow by doing these upsells and downsells with VIP or whatever the value is that you're adding into the flow. Bro, I was just about to go there. Like the reason why, what people don't understand, Eric, I've I, I've literally given presentations at Funnel Hacking Live at traffic and conversions. I show this to people who are marketers and I can, I know they don't understand it. And it's crazy to me. A challenge covers your entire value ladder in one move. Yeah. A free challenge. Boom. That's my opt-in. That's my lead magnet. I've never seen a lead magnet convert better than a, a free challenge. Boom. VIP upgrade. 37, 97, boom, there's your tripwire right there. You put a immediate upsell, put some tripwire thing there. For us, it's all it's been a VIP offer. Or if you have a little mini course, boom, there's your tripwire. Then you run your challenge, boom, you can make your core offer. Sell your 497, 997, 2K, 3K, or go right to high ticket, book a call. Go to I, I have one of my clients who's her name is Teresa. She's in the real estate space. She sells a ten thousand dollar real estate coaching program to faith-based females. I think it's like a $17 challenge or 
think it might be no, maybe free. I'm not sure. In there, it's but she's they're booking calls and they're doing like seven figures on the back of every challenge, straight to high ticket. So a challenge literally helps you take a complete stranger, Eric. I mean, what marketing framework does this? Where can you take a complete cold ass stranger or someone doesn't know you from Adam and they can transcend your entire value ladder in five days or less? But that's what this framework does. That's how I was able to do this stuff in, in times that kind of make no sense, right? Like I said, most people that do my numbers have a sales floor. They got a bunch of sales guys. They're, they're, they, they're, they're not building a core business. They're just selling a high ticket offer, 10K, 15K, 25K and beyond. Dude, I've had... I looked at my numbers the other day. It's crazy, bro. I have generated over, like, I was looking at this yesterday. I mean, like, literally, dude, like, I'm looking at this. I was doing some stats for some videos I made. I, I mean, I have, I have over 41,000 customers. Not to mention, we built an email list of 300,000 emails. But, like, so these high-ticket shops, yeah, they're, maybe they're, you know, oh, I'm doing a million dollar months. Yeah, but for how long? You're paying a ton of money out in commissions. It's not even a real business, bro. You're, that's, that's a hustle. Yeah. There's no enterprise value in that. That's a freaking hustle, bro. And then your best sales guy leaves, competes with you, and you're gone. You're cooked. And now you're all over again. Like, dude, it's not talking about like building a real business, a real email list, a real customer base. I mean, 41,732 people, Eric, literally awesome. in the last, I mean, bro, right there, in the last three <laughs> years. Did. I've seen it. Have given, so me, I, have given me some money. Insane. So like to me, it's not about, okay, Pedro, you're so cool. It's like, catch the concept, guys. This is a tool to help you build a real freaking business, man. Not wow. just like, you know, totally. just, you know, anyhow, I'm a little bit fired so, up. Yeah, no, dude, because you believe in it and you know everybody needs it. So, all right. So you do a three, five day challenge on the front end. You do either free or paid free. You do some sort of VIP upgrade. I'd imagine the VIP is like get the recordings or uh, access to something. Live calls. It's basically like, it's like, it's almost like a lab. Like it's like, come on a Zoom, ask me questions. Um, There'll be a, free, a couple of little free bonuses, but usually it's been around more coaching, live coaching. It's, you know, ask Got questions, so, get a hot So you seat. do the challenge for an hour and then you could do like live coaching afterwards and the people yeah. that are VIP can come back on. Yeah. That's genius. Yeah, I love that. That's genius. So you get some money. That's hopefully offsetting the media buy on the front end. And then- It used one- to. It used to offset it. It used to be dollar for dollar. I used to- uh, it used to, now it's not as much, it's probably more like, you know, half. But I got friends of mine who have big lists and don't do challenges that often. They're yeah. ROI positive on the front end, yeah. right? Like my friend, Sean, my friend, Sean Cannell, I helped him with his, uh, he's yeah. a YouTube guy. I mean, a lot of times he's liquidating because he has a big ass YouTube channel. So those guys are making money on the front end because they have a lot of chat. I think when you and I can figure out you know, some stuff. I think we might be able to liquidate no, and make money crush on the front end. It. Crush it. But survey yeah. Survey into but, a yeah. challenge. Dude, survey into a challenge is going to crush. Yeah. It's going to crush. I'm, I have no doubt. We're going to do that. No doubt. So what do you recommend in regards to the timing of how long it should go? Three, five, seven days, 14 days, yeah. right? Uh, Russell was doing a 30-day challenge at one point, right? Like Dean and Tony did the five days. So how does that look like? What do you, what do you recommend? Yeah. Like the, I, yeah. So I guess like I've kind of made the five day challenge famous. That's, but I would tell you, man, listen, like, I don't think there's anything crazy magical about five days 
Um, I would say a couple things. One is what is the promise of the challenge? Because you can't, you can't promise someone an outcome and then, and then not deliver on that promise. Right. So, so for example, like, you know, if, if you're saying, Hey, we're going to help you launch, you know, your first funnel right now, do you need 30 days to help someone build a funnel? Probably not. I, I have a funnel building challenge I've done before. I think it was like a, it was a 10 day challenge. It was awesome. Okay. Yeah. The reason why Russell's is 30 is because Russell has a, tr- a software trial. So Russell needs you to stay engaged long enough for the free trial period to expire. Sure. So then your credit card gets billed and you don't call back to cancel. So sure. be strategic with your outcome. How long do you need to deliver the promise? What are you selling? And I would say, do it as long as it needs to be and not much longer, right? I've done challenges that are three days up to 31 days. I will tell you that doing anything that's like, anything over 10 days is a meat grinder. You're going to like, I have friends of mine, you know, a lot of these guys, Eric, like these guys run eight figure businesses. Yeah. And then they do a challenge for the first time and they're like exhausted. They're like, dude, how do you freaking do this, bro? Like they're wiped out for a week. So it is a lot of energy because you're pushing a lot of enthusiasm and energy and you're live and you're on. It's just live, live, live. Yeah. That's also why it works so well. And I'm telling you, like, I would not try to do, if it's your first time running a challenge, I would think about a three or five day, probably seven at most. Get your sea legs, get some endurance. So what does that look like if it's a five day, just a very high level framework? One, like I one, two, three, four, five. Like what is what is what yeah. is the the cool. theme of one, two, three, four, five high yeah. level for any business? Belief, okay. like I know belief's everything, but I would say that I would say that probably most of your people are familiar with like the webinar, right? A yeah. webinar framework, right? And you know, Russell's, you know, kind of made famous his perfect webinar, the three secrets, right? So here's a very simple way to think about this, even though this is not how I thought about it. But to me, day one is all about what and why. Like, what is this challenge about? Who is it for? And why does this matter? So you have day one. Day one is like you're in a court of law. You are a prosecuting, you are a prosecution attorney who is going before a jury to make your case why they need to actually show up to this challenge and be here all week. So whatever the challenge is about, like, what is it? What's this about? What's the outcome? And then why is this the most important thing in their life this week? So day one's all about what and why, okay? So for example, when I did my movement maker challenge a few months ago, I talked about what it means to be a movement maker and why if you're not a movement maker or using at least movement maker marketing, you're going to be completely ignored in the marketplace. That I made, I made the thesis, if you're not using movement-based messaging and marketing, like you have no shot at cutting through the noise, okay? And uh, so that was my thesis. And then, and then that was day one. I showed and proved it, used examples. I talked, to, you know, I talked about like this guy, the liver king, right? It was this, you know, like this crazy prolific guy who just claims he eats liver all day, which is, I, I'm, Pretty sure that's. This is day two, huh? On day on day two, day one, day one. Okay, I'm showing examples of movements and why they're so powerful. This Liver King guy came out of nowhere. You know, most recently it was this guy Andrew Tate, who's now been canceled, but he came on the scene with his views, prolific views about 
you know, he blows up, you know, Russell, why is Russell Brunson have FHL click funnels and everyone tries to knock him off. And it's not per se the absolute best software. And yet nobody has been able to really even make a dent because Russell has used movement-based messaging around his software plan. So let's go through all these examples. So what am I, I'm getting people to acknowledge that if I want to succeed in 2022, I have to become a movement maker. That's the only thing I want to convince them of day one. Okay. Then on day two, you start building now, you know, so like, for example, then day, day two could be secret number one, secret number one and being a movement maker, secret day three, secret number two, secret number three. Okay. But, and each day you're just, you're helping them understand the process, you're teaching, you're training practical. This can't be just salesmanship. You have to give them real value and give them assignments. And you also need to be overcoming those objections and helping them build belief and confidence, right? So, you know, and, and this will, what day two and what happens on day two and three will vary. But day four, you're now training and opening the cart. On day four, you make your offer. It's a soft pitch, not a hard pitch. Hey guys, the challenge ends tomorrow. Many of you are already asking me for what's next. You would have been loving this. And hey, if you're loving this, and you want more, here's how you get more. Boom. I want to invite you into blank, blank, blank. And you're going to, and then you do your stack, do your stack, do your, and you're going to get this and 10K here and you stack and this. And as a special challenge only offer, we have these couple of bonuses. These bonuses go away Sunday at midnight. Okay. Day five, it's your last day. You wrap the whole thing up. You now you, now you repitch and now you're selling. Because like, guys, this challenge ends today. It's all over. Like this, the cart is open through the weekend only. And when it's gone, it's gone forever. So that's kind of just a simple, it's, you know, overarching framework. A lot of this stuff, if you, if you've ever done a launch before or been part of a launch, right, that whole cart, open cart, closed cart, stomp down, we, we've integrated, you know, that whole concept into our challenge framework. Are you going, so in, in the pitch, this isn't going to a salesperson. This is going directly no. to a funnel. They're buying a sales it. page. So are you doing it where you're getting them to maybe sign up for like 997, 297, and then trying to upsell them into like a 20, 30, 40, $50,000 program? Or are you I, going right to the 25 on no, the page? No, 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 no. I, I always sell my core offer, 997, 1K to 3K. I, I don't have a high, I, I, have, I have some high ticket offers but I'm not running a high ticket business because I don't believe a high ticket only business. I just personally, my view that that would not fulfill me because I know they're so, I want to just serve more people than the ones I can write a check for 25 K. And I think a lot of people, I think that industry is going to go through, I think there's going to be some shifts and some challenges in people who are only selling high ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of the, I think a lot of people they're selling to should not be spending that kind of money. Sure. I mean, I know I think if you're brand new in entrepreneurship and you're dropping twenty five, thirty five, fifty thousand dollars and you're brand new, I just I think that is I just I don't think you I don't think that's the first place you start in our industry. That's just my yeah. personal viewpoint. If that's no this is America, capitalism, you do you. But I just I I I I think that's that does not line up with my ethical and, and moral compass. I want to serve a lot of people. 
I also know, I've done the math, that the bulk of my profit comes from my higher ticket programs. So yeah. um, I understand that like you can't, you know, like I didn't get, you know, sure, I'm, sure, a, sure, I, sure. I'm a for-profit, <laughs> I'm a for-profit entrepreneur that wants to make a ton of money too. So I do, my model is I do free front-end upsell core <laughs> offer, 997, 2K, 3K. Love on them, serve them, give them crazy value. Then a couple times a year, I'll do a big live event and then we'll open up enrollment to our to our 10K, some kind of 10K coaching program. It's super simple. It's super clean. And the results that they were getting, the promise on the end. So like if you're a movement maker, for example, do they, like, what do they, what do they come away with after day five? What are they feeling? By like? day five, I've helped them determine, one, do you actually want to be a movement maker or not? Mm-hmm. If so, I've helped them, to, I've helped them determine who are you want to be a movement leader to? You're not called to the world. Who, who can you, who do you want to serve? So I take them down a, which, you know, we would call like a market selection or niche conversation. So I'm helping people identify who do you want to, who, who do you want to be a movement maker for? Help them pick a market, right? Help them really, I talk about micro niching down, right? Then I help them determine what's the promise, What's the, what's the, every movement maker is like a modern day Moses. You're taking people from this hell, this, you know, Egypt captivity. They're, they're in the problem land and you want to take them into the promised land. Well, then what is this promised land? I call that the journey of transformation. What, which AKA is kind of like an offer. So I'm helping people get clarity on who they want to serve, what their offer actually is. And then, and then on day four, well, now you got to promote and market your movement. Well, guess what? The number one marketing framework of movement makers is challenges. <laughs> so boom. Then I talk, then I show them that. And then Friday is all about the number one objection people have as well. How do I get people to show up? And then it's all about traffic. Day five is all about traffic and how to get people into your challenge. So that's mm. my movement maker framework. It's freaking awesome. Oh man, um, I love it. Totally. And- yeah, because you're teaching them how to get to that point, and then you're showing them, "Hey, you just went through what you should be doing for your audience, and now let's get you there, and let's go do that for you." Yeah, and right? then the offer in my challenge framework, I don't just teach challenges. I help people actually refine their niche and niche, it, you know, micro niche. I have a ton of Evan Pagan, who's been around this game forever. I've worked, I worked with Evan on several calls and consulted with him on a lot of things. He's, and got input for me over the years. He's like, bro, everyone knows you as the challenge guy. He's like, he's like, I think you're one of the most. I he's like, he's like, honestly, when I call you, it's to talk about offer creation. He goes, You're one of the most brilliant offer guys I've ever seen in my life. You know, and um, and so when I do the answer, so I teach offer my version of offer creation. Yeah, you know, all that's just part, but obviously the challenge model is why people come to me for. But listen, you have a great challenge. If you don't have a, if you don't have the right market, the right offer, it ain't gonna matter. So you really gotta have. It's not like it's not just this one thing, and that's why this is so freaking hard, Eric. It's yeah, you gotta have a couple of things to pull this off. You gotta have a good market. You gotta have a great product, and you the great marketing strategy. One, it's like a three legged stool. One by itself don't work. Yeah. So I help people get all of what they need to actually really succeed and crush it. That's my thing. It's like to crush it with challenges. You got to have those three 
pieces all working. So we do all that in our framework and our training and in our coaching programs. And that's why we have insane results. I mean, like I put up my students, I put up my students results against anybody in the space because we're just, we're not just staying in our little silo. I'm giving them all that they need to actually pull this off. So I have so many more questions and we've already, damn it. We've already got an hour and I could be talking in front of 10 hours. One last question. Do you ever give anything away for free? Any sort of swag or anything like that when you do challenges? Is there anything like that or badges or, or results? Yes. Or- yeah, yeah, yeah. We do. We, we use badges. Um, I actually, I actually, that I wasn't doing that. And then I, that's a little thing I picked up from one of our other members in Category King. She was doing badges. That's a cool idea. Yeah. Um, I'm working on a box with a guy also in Russell's community, a guy named Mark, who does these boxes. Yep. So that way, when you upgrade to VIP, you're going to get a physical box with some stuff in it. So there's, there's what I love about this framework, Eric, is literally as a, as a, as an artist, I see myself more as an artist, creative. I'm a, I play music. I play bass. This challenge framework is like a white canvas. I can lit. There's so many nuances and levers. There's nothing this framework can't do. And I know that sounds like the most hypiest BS piece of crap that a marketer could say, but I'm telling you right now with all sincerity, this framework is so, there's so many nuances and levers. There's really nothing you can't do with this framework. And um, I, and as much as I've done with this framework, Eric, and I think I've only deployed not even 20% of what's possible. I, I, I think I'm literally just. I believe that. I believe from being around you and talking to you and the, the, the wealth of knowledge you have in that noggin of yours, I truly, truly believe that there's so much more there. I don't even think you even know what you're going to say and it comes out. I mean, I've got notes of, of notes and notes from just sitting here talking to you. I mean, anybody listening to this should take out a notebook and just replay it 14 times until they actually understand the value that you're giving away right now for free, which is so, so amazing. So I'm thankful for that. And I know that I've taken a lot of time. So first off, what is it? Challengesecrets.com slash Eric. Is that where they go to, to find you? Yeah. Yeah. Go there. I'll, you know, obviously Eric, we're friends and uh, yeah, I'll put a little, I'll put a little goodie. There'll be something that will be very awesome uh, at that link when you go there. It'll, it'll be, if you, Yeah, it'll it'll probably be either um, either I'll give away like my my five day challenge worksheet where they can actually map this all out a little or a little training. It'll be something really awesome. It'll be something that it'll be something that literally people have paid at least a thousand dollars for or more just because, you know, Eric, your friend. So you're going to want to go to challengesecrets.com forward slash Eric and grab grab whatever I put there, which will be amazing. Yeah, I love it. That's so, so awesome. And I need to do a challenge. Survey into challenge. Let's do it right after this. Um, I'm ready to roll with you, buddy. Let's let's take over the world. <laughs> one challenge at a time, bro. Let's conquer the world it. one challenge at a time. Love it. Love it. <laughs> well, appreciate you, man. You rock. Thank you so much. Oh, it was great, man. Thanks for having me. Would you like to learn how I built my business using other people's money? If so, then go join my 21-day challenge at PerformanceMarketerSecrets.com. I look forward to meeting you and welcoming you into my family. And remember, results don't lie, but the people who don't have any do. Thanks for listening.